This is Skipper. This is Darius. And this is the inaugural episode of Project Red Valley. Yes. Uh, would you like to explain to the people what exactly that is? Yeah, sure. So Project Red Valley is going to be a sideshow. It won't be as consistent as Blue Room Insight, and Blue Room Insight isn't really that consistent in the first place. And that tells you how often we'll be doing this. Yeah, this is, if I had to really say, a once a year thing type of deal. Yeah. Maybe twice a year. Um, it's it's more of a special than anything. Um, it's basically just a more experimental version of Blue Room Insight. We'll be testing out new things on this on this show. Yeah, like, I'm sure you've already noticed, there's a video for this one. Yeah, it's... We spent way too long trying to get the lighting and the angles set up perfectly for that. But it was worth it. So, so yeah, that's what we'll be doing here, just trying out new things. Yeah. Yeah, having some fun with it. And honestly, this is... It's the podcast about nothing. Yeah. Or about everything, depending on what your views are in the world. Is that light flickering to you? It's fine. Alright. Alright. Well, we don't really have a topic. This was mostly just a test run for the new project. Yeah. So, we've just got a little list of things that we felt, why not talk about them? Uh, number one, the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, what was that, three weeks ago when we watched that show? Uh, something like that. Yeah, that was, or not that show, that movie, my bad. Uh, 1985, I yeah. think it was. You want to explain what this stuff is? <sighs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> you don't need it for this movie. No, you uh, don't. <laughs> it's in the trailer. It, it, so it begins... First of all, let me explain why I was watching this stuff. Alright. Alright, I got home from a long day at work. I sat down on the couch and... I got Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime got a good selection of sh shitty 80s movies. And, you know, I do like those type of movies. I don't know why, I just do. This movie just happened to be one of those ones that I just didn't like. It wasn't that great. Uh, and so later on, he... Um, I watched it. I, I clicked yeah. on it. I just saw it. And honestly, I clicked on it because I just like the posters. Like, 80s posters are pretty cool, if you ask me. I just, the, the poster for the movie is pretty cool. It's a pretty cool... Co it looks like a Goosebumps book, honestly. Yeah. Just like the, the the aesthetic of it. Yeah. Um, I clicked on it. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't really watch a trailer or anything. In fact, I didn't even have a trailer because you click on... I did I did click on the trailer yeah. thing. And it just shows, it just like shows you a clip. Yeah, there is no trailer on the thing. By the way, guys, if you want to watch it, it is on Amazon Prime. Shout out to them. Um, I'm pretty sure you don't want to after this description, though. The movie starts off with an old man uh, walking in a very... I'll, we'll get back to that in just a second. Okay. He watched it and then decided... Let me rewatch it, but make Skipper watch it with me. Okay, well, <laughs> I didn't watch all of it at that point. I only watched up to like, I passed out during it. Okay. okay. I woke up during it. I remember Mo like freaking the fuck out, and that's it. And then I went to bed. Like that was it. Yeah. I went. Home, I went upstairs, and I was done. I was like, all right, I'm not watching the rest of this. Well, I clearly was. That was a lie. I ended up watching it the next day. Uh, <laughs> The movie starts off with an old man walking in a very snowy place, but yet it was, what, Georgia? This is, this was I believe place. it was supposed to take place in Georgia. So unless it was a lot colder back then, the movie's already starting off pretty wacky. It, it, looked like the, it looked like Antarctica, basically. It looked like they were mining stuff in Antarctica. Yeah. Or at least Alaska or something like that. It was very snowy. Anyway, the guy was walking. He sees this bubbling white... Um, what, what's the name? What was the name of that... Um, 
mellow, what is the mushroom? Uh, just like mushroom. Marsh, marshmallow. Marshmallow fluff. Is that what it's called? Just marshmallow yeah. fluff? It looked like that. Just boil, not even looked like that. It just looked like hot milk. Just boiling yeah. hot yeah. milk. And he's like, oh. this old man just decides. He's like, I'm going to go ahead and try that. He was like, I don't know. He didn't even like Did he? Ha- did he have gloves on? No. Did he have to take off a glove? No, he didn't have to take off a glove. He just straight up picked it up like, it's the equivalent of me walking outside and seeing white dog shit and be like, wow. That looks very tasty. I wonder what white dog shit tastes like. He just dips his finger in it. Doesn't even smell it. Just... Mm, it's good. <laughs> yeah, I... um. Then a buddy comes up, says... Yo, taste it. He's like, I'm not tasting that from the ground. And he's like, just, no, 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 taste it. And he's like, okay. He just That's pretty his sweet. Mind. <laughs> he changes mind instantly. And I just... Okay. That's the beginning of the movie. That's already... You know, that's it. That's right there. That's it. And then I don't even think it has a title card. It just goes straight to like a little, what was it? Like that little kid. I don't even remember his name. Um, but his family is just addicted to the stuff. And okay, so First. Let, let me not get too far into this without explaining what happens. It's basically, uh, what was it? He starts selling the stuff as a product. or he um, He sells, I believe, the idea or like yeah, the location to a of. company. Yeah. Uh, he's out of the picture at that point. And then the company, this stuff became like a global phenomenon called the stuff, or at least they literally call it the stuff in the movie. They're yeah. not, they're not real creative. With it's it. zero calories, zero sugar will fill you up. Yeah, comes in pints. Um, and then it goes to this boy where his family is just addicted to the stuff. Yeah, it's a great example of just showing how it's taken over the world. Or at least America. Does it does it show any other parts of the world? Not that I'm aware of. Yeah, it, I this think is how it, much I care about the movie. Yeah. I don't remember a lot of the plot. I just remember the the strong points. Um, then we get Mo Money. <sighs> or Mo Money. Mo. I call him Mo I don't Money. remember what his actual name is. Uh, would you care to explain Mo? <laughs> um, alright. He is a... He's Southern, and you can tell because he wears cowboy boots. Um, he wears a suit with cowboy boots. Yeah, he's, he's some a kind yupp, of a yuppie cowboy. Yeah, yeah, he's some kind of agent. He's ex FBI. They don't really get into his backstory too much, but they call him Mo because when you give him money, he, he wants Mo. He always wants Mo. <laughs> and if if the beginning hasn't already made you turn off the movie, I feel like that part might. Um, that was rough. After that, it's really even more downhill. You run into what chocolate? What was his name? Chocolate Chip Charlie. Chocolate Chip Charlie, which is played by uh, I forgot his name, but he's um, he was included in the very early seasons of SNL. He's a, probably I did watch some early SNL on my free time. Obviously, I wasn't alive during that time. But yeah. From what I did see, it did have Bill Murray. I don't think Eddie Murphy was a part of it yet. Um, it had Dan Aykroyd. It was classic cast. Yeah. You know. Um, he had a pretty big name in SNL, and I, then again, again, this isn't doing much because we don't know his name. So yeah, I don't I'm not gonna go too deep into him. But anyway, chocolate chip, what? what Charlie. Was it? Charlie. What? His fists are weapons. <laughs> how how is he coming to the picture again? He's walking down the street. Mo's walking down the street and just jumps out of nowhere from like. That's car. later on down the movie. Yeah. Um, Moe's investigating someone's house. Walks over to a, I believe, abandoned car, and Charlie leaps over the car. At first, I thought he was on the stuff. Yes. I mean, clearly, that's what they're Because going the, when you eat the stuff, you become more aggressive. Yes. And then the stuff will eat, apparently eat you from the inside out. Some of the practical effects in this movie aren't too bad. I mean, yes, they're cheesy, but they're kind of cool for yeah. the time. And then you just have to expect a movie, you know, that's almost almost 40, 35-ish in that, in that area. Yeah. Um, not to have, you know, 
the best effects. But then again, practical effects are, in my opinion, superior than CGI. Um, so I, I did like the effects. I, I still like Street Trash better, though. The effects from Street Trash. Street... I, I haven't watched that movie, but I the two, like, two scenes you showed me, the effects were pretty good. They are pretty good for a very low, very low budget movie. Not, just, not even, I don't even think they had, like, $1,000 probably. That that was legit just people melting, like, covered in paint. That was crayons. Crayons. Melted crayons, yeah. Oh, okay. I believe it was melted crayons. I might be butchering that up. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I believe I read it was butchered crayons. I discovered that movie from Watch Mojo, man. So do we want to keep going with the plot, or do we want to explain to the people why we care about the stuff? Well, first of all, let's explain how the stuff ends. The overall <sighs> plot of the stuff. That way we can explain why we want okay. to stuff. Um, so the movie ends with Mo, some kid... And the media manager who apparently made the campaign that got the stuff as big as it is. Yeah. They... By the way, the stuff grows. It's like a... Like, again... Uh, it's alive. fluff. It just keeps on getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Um, they go to the big mine and It was Georgia. Yes. And they blow it up. A bunch of rock ends up in it. Um, one of the executives just kind of tells them... That's not going to stop the production. It seeps out of the earth, pretty much. Yeah. And then Mo holds the two CEOs at gunpoint, has the kid fee give them the stuff, and just kind of holds them at gunpoint, making them eat that, which is essentially making them kill, kill themselves. And then the end credits. Yeah, there is a post credit scene. I mean, post-credit scene, it's just a lady saying, like, it's good, or I, I don't quite remember what she said. But right before the credits, you've got some, like, hoodlums and whatnot. They've got a briefcase just full of the stuff. Probably just empty cans. Probably, just, like, the probably. grocery store scene. Yeah, there's a scene in the movie, you got the grocery store, kids throwing a tantrum, knocking it all off the shelves. At several points, you can tell... They just knocked over a bunch of empty containers because lids popped off. The inside of that container is completely clean. It's garbage. But the end of the movie shows that even though they did destroy like the main factory, that the stuff still exists. It's most still of the budget. There. The reason why those cans are empty is because most of it, they wanted to go to the end of the movie. <laughs> they definitely used miniatures at the end, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was definitely the case. Um... So yeah, just movie about. I know that is that one spot with the uh, bad green screen. That yeah, there's a scene where the kid goes into the truck because he's hiding. Like, oh, well, sorry, two scenes with bad green screen. What, what was the first one again? Um, when it like explodes out like the side of the mountain is rushing down and it just kind of like fades out at one oh, point. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Um, I was talking about the scene where the kid gets into the the pump truck. Yeah. Where they put all the into the container. And as they're pumping it in there, the stuff is just... You know that feeling where you can't even really describe a green screen, like how bad it is? Because it's just like... It's just... The kids you can tell it's not real. The kid's proportions weren't right to where he should have been in that Yeah, tank. you can just tell it wasn't... It, yeah, it was bad. Um, so basically the story is, is a, basically a parasite yeah. growing, uh, people eating it, thinking... And you know, also, I, I had a theory about it, thinking about it. 
even though you really shouldn't think too deep in these movies because it's just them having fun or also yeah. just trying to make a quick buck. Um, was the growing um, idea of health back then, like you know how foods were s- slowly switching into being healthier and like science was growing about the whole entire health movement. Yeah. People were trying to get more fit. Um, so the health food's going to kill you. Yeah. I, I don't know. Probably, probably not. But I was thinking, I was like, maybe, maybe there's some correlation between that. Cause there was a huge, uh, change back then from the seventies to the eighties about the whole entire what you eat and whatnot. Even though back then is way not true. Now it's today. Cause they used to think that fat was just going to completely kill you. I mean, you some know? people still think that. Let's not get into that. Yeah. I, that's it. That, all right. Well, let's talk about why we want. All to right. Talk. So, why we care about the stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, how do we want to go about this? Give them the original idea and what it's become. Sure. Yeah. All right. So, our original plan was to simply, on a probably roughly equal budget, if not slightly less, actually. That was made by a pretty big production company, so it had a decent budget. But for a much less budget, make a much better movie based on the same premise. Mm-hmm. You got a detective going around, trying to figure out what the stuff is, how it happened, getting it to stop. Just nice, simple story. We're going to do it for cheap and better. Yeah. And at that point, we were just going to call it the stuff again, weren't we? Like, at the beginning? We were going to just completely... Uh, just rip it just off. Just a remake. Yeah. It was literally just a remake. Just called The Stuff. Um, a reimagining. Yeah, except there was no... we, And there still isn't in what we are still thinking of what we're doing with it. Um, there was no white stuff in it. Yeah. Like, it, it's just like a it, molecule or a chemical that gets put into other foods in right. ours. Although that didn't mean that we just completely got rid of that. Yeah. Nah. No, um, I don't really remember what the steps, like how it, it developed over time. I know we've had multiple versions of what we wanted it to do. I floated the idea of it being a um, like sequel or prequel to the the um, project you had working on on the side. Yeah. And then we decided, no, this movie's going to suck too much to be Even dealing with that. One, yeah. But then I think that put the idea in our head, well, we can make a prequel to this stuff instead of a remake of this stuff. Right. And then we were like, why stop there? Let's make a sequel, too. Right. And, and already, so, I do feel like the prequel is better than the, the other two would be. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we would remake the stuff as well. Or maybe, at least. We were planning on doing a modern-day version of it. Yeah. M- move everything up to our time period just to make filming easier. Right. Not that we don't want to have a set back then. I think it would be cooler. But Yeah. But it's easier to film in a modern day setting, yeah. uh, especially because if you're walking outside, you see like a fucking Tesla pass by. There's something not right there huh. in that scene. <laughs> Back to the Future, is it? <laughs> um, I didn't know they had Teslas in the eighties. Must have. Hey, <laughs> Tesla. How- so the the first movie, uh, the title we came up for it was Nescient. Nescient, yes. Uh, Which to be unknown. Yeah. And it was going to be a, was going to be, is going to be, might be, I don't know. Yeah, we don't we'll know. see how this it, is just a concept. Yeah, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. But. Without spoiling anything, at least. Let's see. It would be a psychological horror. Right. This would be like our original remake of this stuff idea. 
like there is no white stuff in this movie. It is purely a bacteria or chemical that was found somewhere and then mass produced into these other products. We did inject a lot more actual science into it. More realism, not real hardcore science, of course. Yeah, we're, we're not going but, hardcore with this. NASA would not approve. No, 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 no. But but the, you can watch it without cringing. Hopefully. Hopefully, right? That's the goal. Also, it's a lot more serious. Yeah. And there's a lot more actual emotion into it, and there isn't no mo. Mo is not a part of the first. Mo is no mo. But we would have mo in the sequel, or at least I don't know if we would call him mo. Um, but someone will represent Mo. Yes. And Mo won't be calling himself Mo. In fact, we could probably change it to Bo or something <laughs> like that. And he won't be calling. He won't be saying Mo money. No. Um, no. Also, We're you done. would get rid of the man. You know, seeing the stuff on the ground. That would just happen. awful beginning. We're getting rid of that. Um, so, the prequel, Nessient. Yeah. Um, I don't want to explain too much about what it is, but like I said, it's just in food. And there is a Mo-like character. No. This was the one we were just kind of following various people seeing the effects of it, right? Right. Well, no, there would have been a main character. Um, it was the old guy, right? No, the old guy would... And if everybody, if anybody's wondering. Um, we haven't talked about this like, in a couple weeks. Yeah. So, it is this a is bit all fuzzy. word talk. So, um, we haven't written any of this down. No, it's, like I said, just all concept. Yeah. Pretty good for a concept, though, in my opinion. Um, old man, can't really tell you what it is on here specifically, but old man would not be a, the main character at all. He's okay. just a side character. Um, main character would have been just a normal Joe, possibly a worker of the company that was right. working with this uh, enzyme. Yeah, sure. It would have been a gut enzyme. Uh, all right, I'm going to stop myself right there. Yeah. I'm going to stop myself right there. So, a worker of the company is the main character of the first one, and he's just ex noticing the side effects right, si since... Because he's dealing with this. It's more of a... If I had to compare it, the stuff would have been a third-person video game, and this is a first-person video game. Okay. Yeah, you're you're in the eyes. You're seeing what's going on. You're not, you're not fucking Mo. You're, you're not, not trying knowing, to figure out hey, like, what's this going on big government conspiracy. You're more focused on, hey, man, is this guy going to be okay? You're not even focusing on people around him because he's dealing with himself. Like, in the background, people will slowly be losing it as well. Right, but you're not focused on that. No. Because he's not even noticing it. Um, and also, if I honestly... The plot will be, the, like, basically based on, is, is this real? What's going on around him? Is it real or is it just in his head? Because, you know, like... it, You know? Yeah. We just... It's hard to talk about it because we can't really reveal a lot of it. Anyway, moving on to the sequel, which would be essentially our reimagining of the stuff. Which we got rid of the stuff name. Yes, it's no longer called the stuff. I don't think the product itself has a name yet. No. But the movie would be called Fatal Demand. Yes. A lot more living up to its original entitlement. Oh, man. Nescient to Fatal Demand is definitely doesn't sound like the same series. No, it doesn't. Nescient sounds like it's on the, on the bar of... Maybe of a... Uh, that sounds, like, trippy. Nessian? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds more modern. Yeah, yeah. Where, Fatal Demand sounds 80s. Yeah, it sounds... Uh, yeah, it does. But it sounds like, like an 80s action movie. <laughs> Fatal Demand <laughs> featuring Will... Uh, Will Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> no, I was thinking more Bruce Willis. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I can see more Bruce Willis. 
Um, with a, like, I don't know. I'm uh, imagining cars. Just cars? Just like Mad Max, basically. A ripoff of Mad Max. But like, like in drugs. The, in Florida. Modern life Miami. city, yeah. Just fatal demand. I honestly, first thing that comes to my head is a movie about Coke. I can see it. But hey, you never know. We might be telling you, we might be hinting some stuff at you guys right now. The movie could be about Coke. So yeah, Fatal Man, that's just our reimagining of the stuff. It's not about Coke. No. No, it's not. And then moving on to the third one, which I cannot remember the title. There is no title. Okay. There, it's untitled. We can't even reveal the plot of the third one. Because it goes past the first Oh, that's, that'd be a spoiler of the second one. It would be. But yes, yeah, sir. It's, it's... We've turned this one crappy 80s movie into a trilogy. Yes. <laughs> it's like The Hobbit. No, it's not. <laughs> not even close. Except the source material for The Hobbit is way better. Debatable. No, no, it is. Um, don't know if I'd be proud to have my name on this project, but, you know. It's on there. It's on there. If it becomes a thing, if it honestly doesn't, I'm, I, I, I'm willing to just blow all the info onto this podcast or Blue Room Insight yeah. or something like that eventually. If we decide we're never going to do this, so be it. We'll, we'll give all our plot details away. Yeah. I don't think it's going to become a thing. But there's a chance it might. Yeah. A good 4%. Um, you play the new Call of Duty? I have. You like it? Um... It's different. Zombies, I love zombies. All my friends only play zombies. They all say the multiplayer sucks. I'm not gonna say it sucks. It's definitely different. It's not as gritty. It's not as heavy as Modern Warfare. I prefer Modern Warfare. The killing is way better in Modern Warfare. I'm gonna be honest with you. I like killing people in Modern Warfare more. Um, what about it makes it better for you? It's a click. You just, it dead. And the new one, it's, and he's not even dead. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? You, um, we, I played a game with Daniel. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't a big fan of it either. He, and, and Derek, none of these people know what those guys are. And people know Daniel, but not Derek. Um, everybody uses a sniper online. They love the quickscope online. doesn't even matter the map. Like these guys are just going to This is like a trend. This is a new, now, these guys are just going to pull around, go bang. Young to remember Modern Warfare 1. I, I never played 1. I played 2, though. And I know 2 was known for its snipers. Yes. Like, 2 was bad when it came to campers. It was mostly camping, but yeah. you had Terminal. Terminal, you probably don't remember Terminal. It was the airport map. Yeah. It's extremely bad with campers. Oh, I played online a couple times with it. I didn't actually Way own the game. Now. I played it at a friend's house. But, it came out in 09. That's right. Yeah. Modern Warfare 2. Black Ops came out in 10. I didn't play Black Ops as much. I've played Zombies a couple times with like Daniel and Matt, but haven't done too much with that. I I do like the zombies in this one. And oh, it yeah. does remind me of World War II zombies. Some people might not like World War II zombies, but I do like World War II zombies. I, I enjoyed War, uh, World War II zombies. <laughs> um, I... It might be a guilty pleasure. I never really talk about zombies with anybody else when it comes to Call of Duty. Yeah. Um, my friend John does like World War II zombies as well. I wasn't a big fan of Black Ops 4 zombies. I know you haven't played that because I've talked about yeah. you, talked about it with you before. Um, that was the one with, ha with Hasselhoff, right? No, that's Infinite Warfare zombies. Okay. No one likes that one. <laughs> I do. 
Okay, I slightly like it, <laughs> but that that is a hardcore guilty pleasure. That's just because when I had the free when I had free time, and I was like sixteen when it came out, I think. All right. So yeah, I had free time. You played it a lot when I when I wasn't doing homework or I wasn't hanging out with friends. The few friends I had, uh, <laughs> I I did play that game. I played other games too, but I'll play that game every more, every once in a while. I did like Spaceline just purely for the way how it looked and the fact that it had you know um, a soundtrack playing in the background the whole time. Yeah. Which you, I don't know if you knew that or not, but you're running around an amusement park and while you're running around, there's music playing. On yeah, the I think you told me that. Which is cool. Um, um, but yeah, it wasn't my favorite zombies. World War Two, in my opinion, beat that easily it had a full-on horror element to it um so going back to world war ii yeah um for the i prefer like the zombies themselves from world war ii just like i they, like they, the way they look in world they, war ii way better it's more they, realistic and more gory and yeah. scary and, and I don't they, like they the move slightly in slower one. in that one too in world war ii yeah they do. At, at least to i remember me. they were more in hordes instead of just all over the place yeah I, in, in the new one, I prefer the map of the, of Cold War over the World War II map, though. Well, they seem like they would go together. Kind of, yeah. I can I can see that. They're both in snowy areas. Um, they both involve World War II. Because you have to remember, those are World War II soldiers. Yeah, yeah. Or at the, least I believe they are. Yeah, they, they are. Because, they revived Because that's Nazis. the same map from uh, World at War, which yeah. is World War II. I don't know if it's canon though, with actually it being like that, like from the I, first one. I believe it is, but don't quote me. Have you ever played? Not, oh, what is it called? Um, people are getting pissed off right now. <laughs> I don't remember the name of that one. I don't. I'm not gonna even try. I just know it starts at the end, or no, maybe not. I don't, know. I don't know. I just know it's a foggy map. I do remember playing that one when it first came out. My dad was like, "Go check this out." And zombies, and I was like. This isn't Call of Duty. Um, that one was fun. It's all foggy outside the building. Um, and then they tried to bring that map back in Black Ops 2. Which if you you never... I don't think you... I didn't do Black too, Ops no. 2. Black Ops 2 is like a favorite of a lot of people's. Um, I don't know about zombies, but just multiplayer was a big deal back then. Um, but back to zombies. Yeah, the map is a, like an open world. Is so it? you can... You can get on a bus and drive around. It's map, All the maps are connected in that one, which oh. is cool. I thought that was really cool. So you can either walk, which... So like balls. DLC maps? Yeah. So yeah. like you buy DLC and it just expands the current map? No, no. It gave you. It gave it all to you for free. Oh, really? Yeah. And then if you bought a map, it, how it worked is it was a globe. It was like a big burning globe. Okay. And then you had the transit map, which was the big map. And then if you bought more maps, it goes around the globe. Okay. Um, but transit, the one I'm talking about... You can either walk, which if you walked, it's going to be a lot harder because there's like these little baby demons that jump on you and you got to <laughs> knife them. Or you can take a bus. But the guy on the bus, like it's kind of like a trap. Like all these zombies are going to break in it. And if they're all in there, you're screwed. So you have all to right. rebuild the windows on the bus and all that. And, and that's all fun. But anyway, there's a cornfield on the map. And if you can get through the cornfield, you can get to the that map, yeah. that building. And if you and it's all it's different because it's all kind of like on fire, but it's not really the map's on fire basically. Yeah. Um, but that's that interpretation of it, like as if it was in a cornfield. I don't know if that's the, the still the um, the canon version or if the new one is. 
you, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know if they're still going it's with a, it's they, cornfield it's or... It's the same building, but you're not sure if it's still canon from the original or not. Right, right. Well, then again, Black Ops 2 takes place in 2025. Okay, well... So that might be... That might... It might be... It might all be canon. That yeah. might... They might have gotten rid, like, sometime in the story... I look, I don't play zombies that much. I, I play only, I've only played, look, I'm talking about Spaceline Zombies earlier, okay? That just shows how much I play zombies. Yeah. I like that one, and if I played all the other ones, I probably would have hated that one. But, I'm sorry, my, my throat's dry. Um, Black Ops, two zombies, or my bad, Cold War, there's that big uh, plane on the outside. Is that a The plane? crash plane? The crash yeah. plane, and then... Yeah, you know what? I think it can be. Because isn't there... Isn't there... There's a fence. And that fence, I believe, is in Black Ops 2, too. Like, the fence that... The, the like, the boundary fence? Yeah. I don't know. I gotta look at it again. It would help... I'm gonna hit the mic right there. It would help if you played it, too, because then you would have known what I'm yeah. talking about. Why, that's what Daniel was here for, though. He's not here, though. But that would have been nice to have him, because he knows what I'm talking about. Ugh. All right, moving on. Um, pick a number one through five. Four. Four. We're on dog police. Oh, dog police. Yep. <laughs> Ooh. So, do we want to talk about the band, the song, or the album first? They're all dog police. I know. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Okay, well, let me ask you a question. Whenever I say, whenever I, whenever someone says dog police to you, what's the first thing that pops in your head? <laughs> Is that the, actually the first thing that pops in your head? What's the first image that pops in your head? I think you know the first image. Is it just the dog, the actual police dogs? Yes. The dog police in the video that are running around? Yeah. What are they doing in the video? I don't remember. I think they were like... Chasing women? It was specifically that one dog lady. Yeah, it was, and I, that makes it even creepier. <sighs> Don't like that. That's probably one of my least favorite songs of all time. <laughs> I I discovered that from a video. Um, I was watching a video about Mexican radio, which I'm not even going to get into that. That's all another thing. Um, and then it mentioned it was mostly just talking about MTV videos. Yeah, and it's it mentioned dog police, and honestly. It's been a burden on our life since you know, since you found out about it. <laughs> I found out about dog police four months before that. Five months before that. Before Later, you showed it to me? Yes. So, if I, I don't know why, but I did remember it for some reason that day uh, when we were cooking. I and mean, then I showed you the video. I'm kind of vaguely remembering it. I showed you the video, or I mentioned dog police to you, and you looked confused. You're like, dog police? And you maybe you're thinking of dog police for a minute. There. Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 dog police. The police, in my opinion, are good. Dog police is doo-doo. Complete dog shit. <laughs> and now, let me, let me go in and say that dog police is actually kind of similar to what we're doing right now. And they're basically, it's a side project to an actual band. Or yeah. is it a band? Yeah, it was a, um, I believe it was like a technical jazz group. Ah. That but makes yeah. real music. Yes. Music that could be probably respected by could be respected by people. Yeah. It's not a guilty pleasure at all. If you listen to it, I can I see more of an intellectual I can vibe to it. Yeah, like it's something that I'm not gonna be like, hey, 
But yeah. You have, what's your taste in here? They decided to make a second band called Dog Police and just blow off some steam. I wonder who... What do you think, who came up with that idea in the band? Just like, like when they're like, just playing some jazz one day, and you're just like, you know, and then they stop playing it, and you're like, yo. And everybody's like, yo. And it's like, they're probably on ecstasy. And they're just like... <laughs> dog boys. Yeah. You like dogs? <laughs> and stuff like, you like jazz. Yeah. You like dogs? And the other one's like, you like police? Dog there we police. go. Dog police. Hey man, I think you're onto something. <laughs> I'm just imagining that 70s show, like the circle. Nah, man, we're all on something. <laughs> Ec- nah, that's more LSD. That sounds just like hot. I don't know what ecstasy sounds like. I don't know. Whoa! <laughs> I don't know what ecstasy would sound like. I'm, that's kind of a good thing, though. I'd like to think so. I know. So, yeah. 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 so we're abandoning dog police there. That, that's all of that. You, you don't want to describe this song? People can look it up, but I don't revise it. I could, I could play a clip of it. Feel free. Yeah. While you're doing that, I'm going to grab some water. All right. Um, let's see. Dog police. Do you think we can get copyrighted from this? We're not making money off of it. We're, we're just using this for le- This is essentially us just listening to the music. No one's donating us money. No one's paying for it. I hope you're not paying for this. Somebody remastered it, apparently. Or digitalized it. Alright, that's enough. You can turn it off now. Uh, that was off the album of... That was off the album Dog Police by the band Dog Police with their hit single, Dog Police. That was their hit single. That was apparently... I've never heard any of their other songs. Well, you know, you heard 1-800. Oh, apparently the this album got remastered in 2009. A lot of things did. 1-800, remember? Yeah. They have that telephone song. Ding, ding, ring, ding, ring. Ding, ding. <laughs> Not one eight hundred by logic. <laughs> That's probably a way better song than this. Yeah, yes. Uh, yeah. I. I mean, I don't listen to it, but I can listen to that compared to the other one. Um. I don't know. I've been told that I did a bad thing by telling you about that because yeah, you know, people talk about it like yo, yeah, Skipper told us about dog police, and I was just like, oh, <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. I yeah. I don't pull that guy out until I'm actually bored. Yeah. You know, if I have something to talk about, I'm not talking about dog police. But if I'm, if it's a boring day, I'm gonna talk about dog police. So you're saying this I want to hear Alex Jones talk about dog police. Perfect segue into our next topic. Alex Jones. <laughs> oh boy, what a guy! What a legend! Yeah. Oh, I don't even know what to say about him. He needs help. Yeah, <laughs> I so I watched the Joe Rogan. I do like Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah. I've seen the episodes with Alex Jones with Joe Rogan. I find them entertaining. 
but he does get off on these topics that I just lose him. Like, I'm just like, what is he talking about? He's talking about frogs going gay. Uh, <laughs> uh, China creating uh, human pig hybrids. He did oh. talk about that. You, you probably never heard of that one. Um, I'm not even going to mention Sandy Hook. Cause I don't know what that's all about. He said that he was just going off. I'm not even gonna mention that. I don't. Want, that's that's too controversial for yeah. this. Um, I think he didn't. He get sued for that comment. Yeah, he did, and I think it's still going on now. His mental health has declined. Yes. Very fast. It went from just this to that real quickly, and that's not uphill. That's downhill. <laughs> um, this man is digging rabbit holes inside rabbit holes. Why? I watch him for the memes. <laughs> If I'm having a bad time, I watch that. <laughs> I know I want to hit you. <laughs> Get over here. <laughs> Get over here. Ah, uh, man. Oh, boy. Yeah, I... I don't know. Hey, I'm not saying he's completely like a lunatic or anything, mm. but he definitely needs some kind of mental health. I'm wondering if it's just all fake. Just for the attention. Just like putting on a show? Yeah. Like, I'm honestly sometimes feeling that, but I don't think so. Because from the, the Joe Rogan experience, he definitely seems like he's sticking. He he, he brings his own documents. So, he, he's working 24-7. He looks beat down. I remember him talk going on a... I remember him talking about, like, him having to... He just... I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it, because the only way to describe it is if you're Alex Jones a psychotic episode you no know, yeah <laughs> you talk about like him being in a dream and the dream felt like it was like years and years and years and like he he was like on a farm and all that and then he like he's like joe <laughs> that, that that was pretty actually pretty that, that that was pretty good joe i got it <laughs> i can't do it i don't want to do it it's cringy there's not much to say about him really yeah. the memes are funny um wow what was I gonna say? He uh, he does like the um, he does like the conspiracy stuff, but a little too much. We dive into conspiracies on Blue Room Insight, but we are definitely, from my opinion, we we can keep it sane. We yeah, can keep we, it level. We know when to stop. We know where to stop digging. Daniel's made his jokes about he's gonna he he knows he shouldn't dig too deep into it about like you know. The moon, there was no need to go into the whole entire... Some of it was just complete trash. A lot of... You know, a lot of our podcasts were the... And we haven't really done too much conspiracies, but we throw away a lot of what we read because we know that... The, yeah, we're just reading it and we're like, this is garbage. Yeah, we're not going to use that. We, we can fact check it ourselves. Men and in like Black have, had a lot of that. Did it? Yeah, Men in Black on our... Uh, also, our other uh, spinoff of... Blue Room Insight. This isn't really a spinoff. This is its own thing. But yeah. Blue Room Insight has a spinoff, Midnight Climax. You've yeah. heard of some of it. I haven't been you, on you any of those episodes yet. No, that's just... Um, we had a Men in Black one, and a lot of it's just... And I did read a lot of it off Reddit, but a lot of it you can kind of tell it's, it's just creepypasta stuff. Yeah. 
and there is like hardly any information on very that vague not a lot of facts no not at all and that's why it was hard to do that one because we like to stick to the facts we don't really like to, we do like to experiment off into other areas that people what don't we like. think might have happened yeah. what we what we kind of want to have happened right. but at the end of the day our conclusions are going to be based on the facts that are publicly available to us yes uh, I did like Midnight Climax, Midnight Climax, Midnight Climax, though, because a lot of that stuff did sound very true, but it was out there. It was completely yeah. out there. Like, I honestly, without like the it was, sources, I would have not believed like it. Like, it was plausible, but it was a bit insane. It sounded fictional. Yeah. I'm not going to go into... Yeah, you know, fuck it, I will go into it. All right, uh, let's... I wasn't involved in that one. Let's go. I gotta remember... A lot of it, that's a lot of information. I did get, so what got me into Midnight Climax was, again, the Joe Rogan experience that All clearly right. has an influence on me. I watched it, and I was like, hey, we should research into that, because not a lot of people, or at the time, not a lot of people were really going deep into the Manson stuff. I mean, they've always had, but not like into that route where he was working for... I don't have the names anymore. That's the, right, the names yeah. are the big part. But basically, um, what was one of the things is this guy, the one that made the book. Don't remember the book, but if you guys want to know the information on any of this stuff, it's on uh, Blue Romance site, Midnight Climax, Midnight Climax. Don't remember what episode it is. Um, I'm just going to say like 15. Sure. No, it's probably 16. 14 was Mothman. Was 14 Mothman? Well, 14 was Mothman. Then I think Midnight Climax might be 15. I don't remember no, what No, 15 we... was uh, Annalise. That's right. Don't want to talk about that one. That one was... we're, we're done you know, with maybe that. I will talk about it after this. Because I do have some bad experiences with that one. Um, yeah, they. Um, he had a lot of documents on Charles Manson's... Um, like him being released on bail and all that stuff. Like he had like the actual documentation all of right. him being yeah. in jail and whatnot. And he would be released from jail for things that you would think that would have kept him in there for longer, you know? Yeah. It just didn't seem right. And the person that was bailing there, him out, his his parole officer, uh he seemed like he was in on it too. So there's someone he was pulling supplying. strings yeah, to keep him was out. Pulling strings I'm sorry I'm butchering this a lot because I just don't remember it that well. It's It's been a few it's months. Been, it's been five months, man. Uh, almost a year, half a year. He he was supplying the drugs to his, his the Manson family and that was just one big project, a Midnight Climax. Not really Midnight Climax, just NK Ultra in general. Midnight yeah. Climax more centered around people getting pulled into these houses for sex and instead of them really having sex or they might have uh, they had the like, glass uh, or one-way mirrors, and people would just be watching them, and the guy will come in to have a good time, and the woman will give him, like, a funny cigarette, and he'll smoke it, and then he'll just start, you know, losing his, yeah. his shit, and people will just be documenting it. That's bad, though. The fact just, that we just, know the government was doing that. Just human trials yeah. on psychedelics. Sleazy people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, seedy people. Yeah. That's Midnight Climax, and that's literally and we and one thing that we found out that was very interesting is MK Ultra isn't just MK Ultra. MK Ultra is just a big a big broad name for a lot of projects that they had. Is it? It's just it branches out into like these subjects. Mid, uh, Midnight Climax was just like one 
it's it's basically just a if I had to describe it a method, a method of MK Ultra. All right. Um, I don't know any of the other ones really that much because we didn't. So MK Ultra is like the overarching product yes. project, and then you've got the yeah subcategories. Right. And now I don't. I'm not an MK Ultra uh, enthusiast. I don't. You know. I don't condone. I don't say that everything I say is necessarily the facts, but from what I remember, yes. Um, Charles Manson involved in MK Ultra. That's all I can really say. All right. Um, yeah, I'm not going to butcher anymore. It's it's on the Midnight Climax podcast episode if you want to check that out. Both MK Ultra and um, yeah, Midnight, Midnight Climax. Climax. Yeah, it is centered around Midnight Climax, but we do we had to dive into MK Ultra. Yeah. Um, so if you like stories of you know mid twentieth century government, government conspiracy, that, that's your that's your that's your episode. Uh, Annalise Michelle, that one. That one was recommended by me. I wanted to do more of a horror. I remember Daniel had like a weird feeling leading up to that one. A weird feeling. He is without really going too deep into him because I don't want to just like start talking about him on here. But yeah, he probably he just had and I knew and this is a thing that a lot of people feel they don't like to tap into subjects like that because we don't know about stuff like that. I'm not the most religious person in the world, but sometimes I'll have those moments where like you know maybe maybe yeah. you know um I it was mental health that scared me though the mental health part the fact like, that what not necess- could do to you yeah you not know? necessarily that oh she might have been t- possessed no, and that's no. what's creepy that's no. not what's scary the fact that your mental health could get so bad you think you have six different guys in you yes that is fucking terrifying and that can happen to anybody doesn't matter what your background is if something bad happens to your head like you injure yourself you know, like literally anything bad happening to your head, you know, could lead it, to some type it doesn't of even need physical. It doesn't even need physical damage. No. If there's a chemical hormonal imbalance, things like that can happen. Yes. And that is what definitely got to me. Uh, at the time, I was driving a lot at night because it was the summertime yeah. and we were starting to leave more at night every single day and I was... Leaving the uh, store at like 11 yes. at night every single and night. I remember I did drive to Jacksonville more around that time because I, uh, John didn't leave yet. Yeah. So, but there were nights where I would just be driving and I'd be kind of like. Just kind of. And I would be listening to videos about her and the, and the, the recordings were not so great either. You remember the recordings? I, I remember, I remember a few her of them. talking in, um, what was it? Latin? Was uh, it Latin? Did we disprove it was Latin? I know. I. So obviously there was German. She was German. I think it was Latin. Yeah, but it wasn't so scary because they actually taught Latin back then yeah. in Germany. Um, I know Matt didn't feel good about it either. Um, you were probably the only one there, just like. <laughs> I tend not to delve too deeply into like possessions to. or demons and to. that kind of because stuff. Because that stuff's not good for your mental health. I feel like that's just the perfect formula for somebody to tr- fall into that trap. Yeah. Daniel, on his first day of listening to those recordings, didn't feel right. Didn't he start smelling burning stuff? That's what he says. He's yeah. like, I, I smell burning shit, he said. Yeah, that was a... And I was just like, it's probably because something is actually burning. The pot could have been burning. Yeah. Something like that. Um, he was mostly scared of his experience with watching the, <laughs> watching the Exorcist back when he was like a kid. And oh yeah, messed, like that face. There was a face that would pop up, and it would like freak him out. No, it was the scary maze game he played. I think it was. Do you know what the scary maze game is? 
like a plan that's going on. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. He jumps out. Yeah, that face. Uh, I don't remember the specific. <laughs> I don't remember the specific story, but I know that he was like watching it one day, and I guess that scared him. And yeah. ever since Just then, kind of scarred him a bit. Into it. No, he was watching an episode of Red versus Blue. Like this thing on YouTube, Red vs. Yeah. Blue, but it wasn't the actual Red vs. Blue, and I guess there was like a, a jump scare right after. Uh. He was like eating cereal or something like that. Probably not, but I'm just imagining this how it happened. And he was like, What the fuck? And it scared the shit out of him. And ever, I'm talking like Trump now. Ever since then, he's been, or uh, we watched The Exorcist about like four months ago. So er, until we watched The Exorcist again, he was scared about it. Yeah. Um. He, he would. <laughs> I walked in. Uh, one night while he was watching The Exorcist. Were you there? Yeah, I was Yeah, there. it was you. With the slime. Okay. She was bad. But I walked in pretty much right at the beginning of the, like, main exorcism scene. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, all I could do was laugh. The scene was funny to me. Yeah. Just the voice didn't, like, to me was not matching with the body at all. The slime. The, the slime. Just what it was saying. I was just kind of like, this This is hilarious. The third film's way better. I'm not going to talk about the third film that much, but if you guys do like The Exorcist, skip and you haven't the second, seen the third go film, to the third one. yeah, just go straight to the third one, skip the second one. Um, I, haven't, I haven't really, really watched the second one. I watch reviews on it. I watch the footage. By the way, it has amazing... Um, uh, visual effects though Does in the second it? one yes they. I feel like most of the budget went to the visual effects looks great but what is that going to do whenever there is no real good you know plot yeah I guess it's a good eye candy effects can only take you so far nah they, they look cool the third one had some cool effects too but I don't think they were really on par for the second one the second one I think takes you into hell oh yeah I don't really remember I didn't Watched yeah. the second one, didn't want to. We talked about it, but we yeah. never got to. Obviously, for we just weren't interested into it. The third one was good, though. Um, yeah, the, Annal- the Annalise Michelle one, we did that way back in April. The beginning of the... Um, it's been seven months? It's been seven months since we did that one. Wow. <laughs> it was late April, though. Yeah. But it was basically I mean, the beginning of the pandemic. it's late November now. It was that... It was the beginning of the pandemic, yeah. so that's the craziest part. This podcast started in the wake of the pandemic, or not this one, but Blue Room Insight started in the beginning of the pandemic. Right before we started last year, twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah, but like December twentieth. Was it? Uh-uh. The first episode was uh, either December third. No, it was January first, twenty twenty. You guys did New Year's, I believe. I was out of town New Year's. It was the last week or the first week of January. We might have done it right as I got back. Yeah. That was a sports one. Yeah. I, I remember talking about that, and we brought up the uh, rising like infection rates in China. I'm just like, wow. We probably should keep an eye on that. Yeah. And then like a month later, we were like, all right. And the U.S. has like... A thousand cases. It was around Mothman when it officially hit. Yeah. That was a great episode. I loved the Mothman episode. Um, that one definitely put Roswell under the That shadow. put Roswell to shame. Yeah, Roswell wasn't... That one was okay. Um, that but, was the first one I appeared on. And yeah. Matt, Matt and me were first appeared on Mothman. Or not Mothman, Roswell. Um, Roswell didn't have 
So I always thought of Roswell may, might be like one of those ones that had the most information. Again. There might have been more information at one point, but at this point it's 70 years old and there's only so much you can do with it. I do believe it was air balloon. Or not air balloon, but like those tests. What yeah. I do believe it was those um, tests that they were doing because it just kind of matched up. But then again, we have no hardcore evidence in front of us, so we can only really just go off what people reported, the research. And yeah, all. all we can base it on is eyewitnesses and some, quite frankly, kind of shoddy uh, reports. And Daniel still believed it was aliens. Um, and the Mothman one, that was iconic in my opinion. As in, really, it wasn't that long ago. It was April too. That one was the one right before Annalise, literally like a week or two before. Yeah. And um, that one was fun. That one was definitely fun. Matt, I think that was Matt's favorite. Everyone did their research for that except me. Well, you weren't the one that needed to do the yeah. research for it. I, I sat there. I asked my questions. I took some notes. I wonder if Anthony will ever do a podcast episode again. He's done the diabetes in the movies, right? Yes. Diabetes in movies. We've mentioned him many times before. Like, hey. He's not here. here. Anthony. (laughs) Shout out to Anthony. If you're listening to this. Where are you? Are you going to do an episode? (laughs) Um, Hashtag where you at. We'll have him on this show. We'll have him on this show if he wants. I don't care. We'll have Daniel on We'll have him on Blue Room if he wants. Really, Blue Room, honestly, because this isn't going to be a a thing we do a lot. Yeah. But... um, Although, if I this, mean, we'll see if we'll this turns see. out well, we could probably do a couple video episodes of Blue Room. Yeah, I don't see why not. This is the reason why we're doing what we're doing. Yeah. It's because we want to... We want to experiment and see how it all Blue feels. Room. We want to integrate it to Blue Room eventually. Um, Especially the mics. We're going to hope these work out as well as they do. Oh, yes, the mics. Uh, this is a huge upgrade. That, obviously not mine. We're not going to go into what my mic is, but we're going <laughs> to... So, we're not getting into that? Okay. No, we're not going to get into that. Eventually, I'll upgrade my mic. Just not right now. Yeah. Um, it's just good to have a mic. But we were using a phone. If you, if people... One were phone in the middle of the Assuming table. that if... We're probably not going to have a lot of Blue Room Insight listeners on this one. But assuming you do know what Blue Room Insight is, um, if we don't add it whenever we... We post this. That is film, or not film, that is recorded on a Samsung Note 10 camera in the middle of a table. Always has been. Probably always will be. (laughs) (laughs) I hope not. I hope that we can integrate this. I hope we can definitely integrate this into the Blue Room Insight. Because if nothing else... Because honestly, what I want is I want this show to eventually merge into yes, Blue Room Insight. That, that is the end goal of this. Just take what we learn from this and merge the best parts. Yes. It will just become one big Happy juicy family. podcast. That's what I hope. Even this studio that we have here. Even this, like, what we have going here. Studio. Yeah. It's just a studio. Even, like, what we have going on visually. We are going to try integrating it into Blue Room Insight. Except being blue. Yeah. It be this, probably blue. Th- this obviously, um limits the locations we can film in if we choose to do it this way Mm -hmm. but the increased uh production quality should more than make up for any inconvenience it causes correct correct because if nothing else we got mics here 
which is going to, you know, not sound terrible on car speakers. That's what I brought up to you before. Yeah. That's the whole entire first thing I said about this is it hurts on the car speaker. Granted, I do have the bass all the way up, but <laughs> that, that doesn't matter. It still sounds bad. I'm forced to turn it off because it sounds bad sometimes. I love the content, man. What can I say? The moon one was very informational. I like the moon one. It was just very straight to facts. We didn't need it really. The moon goes back to our thing about us filtering. Yeah, we there was a lot about the moon that was just straight well, that. Like, I'm and we brought up quite quite a bit of it, but we also did our due diligence and brought up all of the official counterpoints to those right. like conspiracies. Even though I didn't talk that much in this in that one, I was really just kind of like what you were in Mothman at yeah. that time. So that was fun. Matt Matt talked a bit too, but not really that much. You know what was fun though that we learned in the past, uh, probably last week when it happened. Um, something that recently that we discovered a new category on YouTube. Um, I'll go ahead oh, and start yeah. off with the backstory. We don't need to mention what it is quite yet. I do like listening to records. I'm not one that says like it necessarily sounds better than digital. Um, I do like the sound of a record. I just like the physical sound yeah. of it. Even though if you even I, just physically owning the album, I just like owning the album. If I love an album enough, I feel like I'm in the whole package when I buy the album. Yeah. So um, sometimes I'll go to especially since some of them will just give you like a digital copy of the album. When yeah, you and then buy it's the like why not? Because you're basically paying the same amount. Yeah. Just for the physical and the digital, and sometimes you get a poster, or they just give you like little gifts in the inside. Yeah. Um, so sometimes I will go to places that sell records and one day I was going to, um, a thrift, uh, second, a second hand store basically, yeah. or an antique shop, uh, called the twice as nice. No one's probably gonna know it, but hey, I call it what it is. I went there. Shout out to you guys. Yeah. I'm not telling the, the address though. <laughs> not, I'm not showing that. Um, I've already mentioned Jacksonville once. <laughs> went to twice as nice. I, and uh, I'm never really one to buy 45s. And if you don't know what a 45 is, because the truth is, is most people don't really know much about records, especially nowadays. Or maybe, yeah. maybe so, because they are growing in popularity. Um, yeah, there's just, a 12 inch, which is that standard. Um, that right, that we can. Well, to the ones that are listening to just the audio version, it's the basic one. It's the one that everybody thinks the, of. The nice big one. The nice big chunky. Little one. hole in the middle. Whereas a 45... And that's the one that'll have, like, the whole album on yeah. it front and back. Right, it's the whole album. Whereas a 45 is a single, so it's a small It's one. got the big Literally hole almost in the, the middle. size of a CD. Yeah. Um, it's easier to hold, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Not, and it, it'll have an A-side, B-side, so you got the main single and then a... A little extra. Yeah. So I was never really one to buy singles, but I did find a little single thing, and I decided it's to buy like some. Like a buck a pop. Yeah. Uh, and if you're wondering why it's called a 45, it's because of the speed. It plays it. 45 uh, was it rotations per minute. Yeah. So I get home. No, no, no. Yeah, I get home. I bring it here. I am playing some of them. I'm playing at the right speed, though, 45. Yeah. And <clears throat> what was one of the songs? I'm playing Family Man by Hall of Notes. Just chilling out, listening yeah. to it. I'm like, I'm just seeing how they sound. I just bought some of the ones. I really only bought them because I know the artists. I didn't really know much of the songs. So I just wanted to, you know, hear them out. Played them on 45. Um, the next day, I did pick up one for you. Yeah, that was... Uh, uh, 
Real REO Speedwagon. Yeah, it was. Uh, oh boy. Oh, <laughs> uh, I can't remember it myself. This this is gonna bug me. This is bad. Um. Keep on loving you. Keep on loving you. Okay. And then the back side. Ooh. I mean, it's right behind you, but it, it is. But you might as well just check it. Um. It doesn't really matter though what the back side was. Go to album. It was follow my heart. All right. So anyway, uh, for some reason the speed changed to thirty three. Were you like messing with the speed? Yeah. All right. So the speed was at thirty three. One of the forty fives I bought was Steve Miller Band's "Wish Upon a Star." Never heard that song before. Didn't know what to expect from it. The front side I did listen to the day before though, and that was um, "Jungle Love," which I know. Um, so I was. Playing and then he put he put on the the "Wish the Upon a Star." And it was on 33, but I didn't know it was at 33, which 33 is slower than 45. So it's going to play at a much slower pace. And it's not just going to slow it down. It's also going to pitch, pitch shift it. Pitch it, yeah. The, the, the pitch changes. So I'm playing it, and it's going really slow. It sounds very... It, the it song is already trippy by itself. Yeah, it doesn't sound like Steve Miller Band at all. No, it's playing, and I'm just like... I kind of like it, though. And yeah, I'm just like, it, sounds it sounded good. pretty good. I was like, it does sound really good. And I was like, yeah... It doesn't sound like Steve Miller Band, but I can dig it, you yeah. know? Okay, I can dig it. Really living up to the the type of format we were listening yeah. to. Not anyway. Proud, not proud. Anyway. Um, so the next day at work, we decided to... Oh, no, no, no. Oh, we we're not done yet. No, no, no. We're not done yet. Because I'm listening to it, and I'm like, wait a minute. This doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound like Steve Miller. That sounds like... That's right. It went on for a bit. I was like, what's going on? So I go up to it, and I check it. It's at 33. I'm like, <coughs> excuse me. That's not right. Then yeah. change it. It sounds fine. Sounds fine. Kind of disappointed. That's not the real song. This is the real song. Either way, I'm listening to it now. I do like Wish Upon a Star. If you guys like trippy 70s songs, that's that's one to listen to. If you like um, Fly Like an Eagle, that song is very similar to Fly Like an Eagle. Same band. Shout out to Abracadabra, too. That's a pretty good song, too. Um, next day, though. Uh, we're at work, and it just kind of pops into our head again that... That sounded pretty good. Yeah. So we get on YouTube and just decide to look up other 45s getting played at 33. And you know what? They all, most of them sound pretty good. Yeah. And a lot of them sound like some old black man just kind of like singing a soul. Like a blues song. Yeah. A very, very, I just got like, I don't know why I had shivers right there. It, it, it sounds dirtier. Not yeah. because of the black man, of course, but because of the fact that it was just like everything more raw. Um, like we played a fortunate son, and that sounded very groovy. I notice that when you slow it down to thirty three, it's a lot. the The bass lines are a lot more groovy, or you can just hear the textures in it. Yeah, I'm actually gonna play that one a bit. Fortunate son. Yeah, you can hear more of the bass lines. Uh, Superstition was a good example, though, of it. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that one instead. You can hear a lot more, um, just more of the texture and more of what they were doing with the song instead of it just being all sped up. But there's multiple channels that they, where they do this method. And if it will decide to play, come on. Sometime today, Junior.
obviously it's a record because you can hear it all the yeah. popping. See, when I hear this song, I think of iRobot. Is this song in iRobot? Yeah. I haven't seen that movie in a while. I love that movie, man. I, oh, I love that movie, it's too. It's a great movie. I, the last time I watched it was like back in 2008. It's been a while. Yeah. It came out in like 03, though, didn't but it? But yeah, oh. Yeah, it was somewhere around there. But yeah, this is what we were talking about. Like, when it slowed down like this, you can hear all the all the players going through it. I enjoy it. The vocal part's not my favorite, but I like the instrumental. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. It reminds me of when people slow down music and add reverb to it, like on YouTube. Yeah. Those songs, and they add the anime GIF. GIF. It, by the way, is it GIF or GIF? It's GIF, isn't it? I pronounce GIF. I say GIF. Like so you go butter. peanut butter. I go peanut butter. And here is Fortunate Son. It's completely different. It's Bad Day in Vietnam. Yeah. Quick. When are you gonna watch Tropic Thunder? Ooh, um, <laughs> he so, has never seen Tropic Thunder, and it, whoever hasn't seen Tropic Thunder needs to watch it because it's it's a great, it's one of the greatest movies of all time. <laughs> um, Daniel's been trying to make I've, you watch it. I've got to watch it with Daniel. Yeah. His words and your words. Got to watch it with Daniel. Uh, Shit you not, for three weeks straight, we just were nothing but quoting Tropic Thunder. Really? Yeah. Like during the no, summer? No, probably not three, but two weeks at least. Yeah, it was great. Mostly Robert Downey Jr., you know. Who else is in that movie? It's probably the only black face. It's probably the last black face you're going to have, and probably, probably should be. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. You know, I'm not going to dive into that. Um, who else was in it? Yeah. Ben Stiller. Um, Jack Black. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, What's his name? He's from, uh, he's, he's in, uh, Fast and the Furious. No, he's not. Actually, may I use your, do you mind if I? You need Google? I need Google. What you looking for? Oh, that's Tropic Thunder? Yeah, it's just your trip, Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder, 2008 film. Wait, that came out the same year as Iron Man? It did. It did, but it came out right before Iron Man. So um, people didn't know Iron Dunn Man. Stiller, Jack Black, Tom Cruise. Yeah, Tom Cruise plays the agent. Brennan T. Jackson. Yeah. Um, Jay Brouchel? Want me to see it? It's the kid from, like, uh, Magician's Apprentice. Or the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Oh, I, it is. That, that's all I know. I don't know why I said fa I didn't mean to say Fast and the Furious. Uh, Danny McBride, uh, Nick yeah. Nolte, yeah. Matthew McConaughey, Bill Hader, mm -hmm. Tobey Maguire. It has a really good uh, cast. Yeah, it does. Um, I'm not recognizing names anymore, so, okay. Cool. It's really a great movie. <laughs> uh, the only reason why I bring that up is because of the song. Yeah. You know. So when are you going to watch it? Got hey, Daniel, you're listening to this right now, man. 
If you've made it this far, we need to watch Tropic Thunder. Yes. On whenever he's ready, he has the baby right now, so it's up to him. Yeah. He he's the one. It's on his time. When he gets the time. It's up to you. <sighs> yes. My my throat is gone right now. Uh, we could probably call it here. It's one fifteen. It's one fifteen. Yeah. We've been going at it for over an hour now. It's been over an hour? Yeah. What, Pretty sure we started like right at midnight. Huh. All right. Well. That's I guess, it. I guess, yeah, we'll see you next on Blue Room. Yeah, we'll go back to Blue Room. Um, this was nice. And I hope to do it again very soon. Yeah. I know that I said that this won't be a recurring thing that much, but, you know, hey. I knows? hope it's recurring, just... We gotta change it up a bit. Yeah, and you know, the, for all we know, we can do this again literally next week. We don't know yet. Yeah. But as of right now, uh, no. This is just a less strict schedule. We might do it more often. We might do it less often. This follows Blue Room. Yes. Blue, Blue Room doesn't follow this. Yes. Yes. Um, Blue Room is a little bit more scheduled. We plan ahead of Blue Room. We we got to do our research, make sure we're getting yes. our facts. This right. is a free form podcast. Like I said, podcast about nothing. This is a podcast. If, this is Seinfeld if it was a podcast. Probably not as good, though. No, no, no. Not we just got, as good. We, we just got to get Seinfeld on here. That'd get the viewers. Fat chance. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> not going to get Seinfeld on here. <laughs> well, that's probably it, then. It is. All right. This has been Skipper. This is Darius. This and is Project Red. Uh, See you later.